to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 16, Heroes Rise, These Delicate and Dark Obsessions. Bleh. Okay. This is kind of a I, episode for me. It wasn't that great. I was... I think individually they were okay, but it... Again, we're back to the bouncing, 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 bouncing storyline. Yeah. Um. So you lose the the thread you lose the feel yeah like i really enjoyed penguin and ivy yeah i did too a lot more than i thought i would i know i was like this should be weirder than it is but it's not were she the little girl right it would have been really weird but also because i canonically think of penguin as a gay man it kind of took the sexual creep factor out of it for me Okay, I can see that. And I'm not saying he is because we've only ever seen him have romantic feelings toward Ed. And that does not mean he is necessarily gay. That rules out a lot of other spectrum that could still be in play. But for me, it took out the squeak he could factor. Be vil- he could be vilsexual. He could. He could be a lot of different things. But it took out the squick. It kind of did. And the fact that she's not a little girl anymore, even though she... Yes. But she still acts like one. She does. That kind of um, bothers me. And I just, and then you go, you jump over to Bruce and whatever the, where the hell his name on. is. But I think that would have been a lot more interesting if we could have kept in that mind space. Yeah. With yeah. Bruce and the training. But we breaking away off to the humor of Penguin and Ivy broke it up. Yeah. And then there's all this Jim bullshit. And who that, gives a fuck? And nobody gives a fuck about Jim. So. Yeah. Yeah. But Harvey. But Harvey. He was at least in this. Harvey's in it a lot more now than he was in the first half. Yeah. But if you notice credit-wise, mm-hmm. it's still Ben McKenzie, Donald Logue. Yeah. He's still credited number two. Yeah. I hope they remember that, like, you know, we like him and he should be in it more. We didn't get Lee at all. Yeah, Which we I did. was totally Yeah, cool. we did. Did we? The Graveyard. Oh, God. See, I blocked that See? out. See? Yeah. I blocked that bullshit yeah. out. Yeah. I was like, yay, we didn't get a Lee episode. Yeah, we did. We hit just about everybody. We did not see Selena this episode. No, we didn't. We didn't. But. Yeah, it didn't feel It was kind of meh for me. I think even after. Oh, their ratings have dropped a little bit too. Yeah. The spring finale. Yeah, they're they're noticeably on the bubble. They're hurting. They're not sure if they're going to get renewed or not. So. I want them to be renewed for David's sake and everybody else's, but, like, can they kill yeah, Jim off? I also kind of want David to move on to bigger and better things. Well, yeah. Yeah, but he's still he's still pretty young. Yeah. So. But he is... Uh, speaking of, you and I had... Oh, we had a... De- we had a... A, a, a debate. Difference, a difference of opinion. As to whether or not that was actually Baby David. Baby David. Yes. And I says it is. You said it was. I, I it was is. convinced it was not him. We I had, went back and paused it and sent you a picture. You did, and it's still And I was like, bitch that him. I was still not convinced it was him. Um So you think but it's some they, kind of CGI? Though well they never credited somebody else for it. Yeah. So there was also that because they credited The Mom. Mama Martha. Wayne. Ma- Martha? I'm just making shit up. <laughs> I'm from the South and it's showing. They credited Mama Wayne, but not Daddy Wayne, even right. though we saw both of them. Right. But they did not credit another child. And I assumed it was like, found. it was not found footage, but like it was cut together from Archive the first episode. Archive footage, yeah. 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 So, and I tried to do a little bit of digging around to see if, and I even went back and pulled pilot episode screenshots. Of course you did. I am willing to concede that that is possibly, in fact, 
archive footage of, of David. David. Okay. And I think that I have decided that the reason why mom was credited was they had to have the actress come back and shoot part of the scene. Yeah. Because we actually see her cross in front of the camera. There's some angles that aren't quite right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's the only thing I can think of as to why they would credit her and not daddy. The the dad wasn't even credited with archive. Mm -mm. So that was kind of weird. So whatevs. That was really so, weird. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was like, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I, no. re- I rewound it and I was like, it him. Nope. Yep. We had it. We had a, nope. we had a thing. Not him. I'm willing to concede that it was him, <laughs> but I, I was kind of thinking like, did they like CGI David's face on another short kid or something? I was kind of wondering that at, Cause at I was some lo- point so, too. So like I pulled up pilot footage mm-hmm. and tried to look at the height of the child <laughs> Next to the parents compared oh to the height God. of the child in this episode you, like, to the parents. I was, research. I was trying hard. To- I forgot about it as soon as we were done. I was like, oh, look, shiny. Nope. Nope. I wasn't going to let it go. I know you. I've met you before. So this is why you do the recap. That's true. That's true. But it's okay. So, but I am willing to concede that it probably is, in fact, David. He just. Wow. Yeah, you really see the contrast. See the difference of how much he's matured. Baby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he wasn't near the character he is. Talk about character development physically. I know. So, yeah. Like, I'm afraid to look at um, Selena. Oh, God. She must have been a wee tiny bab. Because I have Cause not. Because they're growing. I have not gone back and rewatched any of season no. one. Why would you want to? Well, that's true. Why would you? That's true. Do you love yourself? I do love <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so I'll just watch magicians more and hurt myself. Oh, that's fine. the pain of the magicians. But the beauty tr- as well. I couldn't. I couldn't do it alone. No, you couldn't. And you didn't even get to the bad parts yet. When you were like, no. "Watch this. Put this in your face hole." And I got to episode five and went, "Wait, okay, but." I'm warning you now. <laughs> so, um... So okay, sorry. Yeah, Gotham. Do we have... We don't have any pre-back, right? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um... Okay, so this one was directed by... Jesus. Yes. Yes, it was. Say oh, it. I, I have another little tidbit for you after this as well. Ben fucking Mackenzie. Okay, but... He gave himself a hero walk. Okay, but... Outside of that, because I think, I mean, that's got to be written to the script. I mean, come on. I would hope. Um, It was fine. Outside of the fact that this has been Mackenzie, do you think it was a well-directed episode? I didn't particularly notice anything that I was like, wow. But also, it wasn't terrible. Right. And this, I checked. This is his first anything. Yes, it is his very first anything. He's coming back for the finale. Yes, he is. So... Yeah, but yeah, so but like it, it wasn't one of those where but I the was writers like, direct. I mean, the directors, the writers direct. Actually, some one of them does, and I can't remember his name. But yeah, he writes and directs. But what I'm trying to say is that the directors only can only use what's written for them. That is, they correct. have to take the script and figure for, out how to shoot it. How to shoot it? For example, when Jensen Ackles directs an episode of Supernatural. 
he usually gets the script well ahead of time because he has to prepare for being <gasps> right, Dean. Right. But also, be, I mean, because I've seen. But also I mean, directing. Because he directs about one a season. Yeah. Um, for the past several several years. episodes for several several seasons um although i think this season richard spate jr the one that just aired he directed that one Aww. um yeah. but but yeah i mean like they'll even give him the script and have him off for several days and let jared do a bunch of shit yep to give jensen time to prepare and that's why they usually do his early in the season too exactly there's a lot of work yeah that goes into re- directing it's not just showing up on set and going, and going hey do this do the camera yeah so yeah. i can't i i wasn't like you said i wasn't terribly impressed but i didn't see anything that i was like god that sucked right so like i gotta give it to him i guess it i didn't and it didn't feel off yeah so he didn't just direct himself. He directed all of those scenes with Penguin and Ivy, which, by mm-hmm. the way, were on point. Yeah. But also those scenes with Bruce in the dungeon. I will say the house and some of this is like, again, not everything is directing. This is this is a whole group project. Um, but like the location that that somebody picked for the house that Ivy was in the mm-hmm. estate, that was gorgeous yeah i think the outside with the snow and the the outside shots were pretty great but i think the inside had to be set yeah but still yeah but yeah still but he chose what angle to shoot that set from yeah yeah so So i don't think he did a bad job i don't think he did a bad job i I hate to say But Jim, he also plays what is written, so yeah, I can't completely blame him for yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on. So, um, this was written by Robert Hull, who um wrote six other episodes. Uh, and can you tell I've hit the point in the series where there's too many episodes for me to you know name them all anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've hit that. He's also a co-exec. Okay, so this was somebody that has fairly good pull over what's going to happen. Okay. So, um, so we start out and we're with uh, Catherine and the Court of Owls. And I'm sorry, my um, it's ice maker is. We're I, like I had to turn the ice maker on. We're I'm in cocktail mode lately. Word. So. I get it. It's just it's alive. Yeah. Um. So Catherine is having this Court of Owls meeting, and good God, are they drama children? Those masks. Is that really necessary? They all know who each other is. I know. What the, the fuck? That, that's the thing that kind of kills me is I'm like, okay, whatever. And so, but they're, they're, um, they're voting. And, Are um, they? Because Gotham is sick and they have to take action. And I'm like, this is when you step in? Gotham's sick and tired. You don't step in when fucking Theo Gallivan is like, you know, terrorizing or, the city or or when a busload of indian hill inmates has crashed across the city you don't like, no no let's say our hand let's see what happens like what happened like was it, i'd want to see what happened and they didn't but... really say what pushed him over was it jerome was it all the shit with him was it i would well, have liked for them to say i could see that though I would have liked for them to say what like they're never gonna say it's sick and it needs you know and so they're um Apparently they're building a weapon and um it's gonna it's gonna uh, take Gotham out so they can rebuild it the way they want and da 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 this feels very better, faster, stronger. I can't even do the bionic man sounds. No. Um but it felt very Batman begins kind of thing where the League of Shadows has to step in and That's where we are la, though. La, 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 la. So um 
And so apparently they have to have unanimous uh, approval. And That's it, good to know. And this is like the the upper echelon of the court of owls. This you mean there's everybody. more? Yeah, this isn't. I got the I got the distinct impression this was not everybody. Well, they kind of explain that later. But yeah. Still, it's like there's more. And they vote with a fucking feather. I was like, could you be more damn dramatic? Yeah, I was. I was saying the next time we 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 have to to discuss two to one be con. I, I want gonna, to gonna I want to, to vote with a feather. Voting. Yeah, yeah. Which means we have to get white feathers and black feathers because you've got to have a yes and a no. Okay, that's too much work. Let's not do that. Let's let's maybe not do that. Okay. Um, and so of course they vote, and they they're all in favor. And Catherine's like, Gotham must fall. And you're like, but it's not gonna, cause Batman. Okay, but in order for Gotham to fall, Gotham has to be up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gotham is limping at this point, anyway. <laughs> um, so we go to uh, Bruce in his kind of odd mountain chalet retreat spa it's a really weird day spa is this where alfred really takes them when they say they're going to sweden or switzerland i started thinking about that i was like man that chalet kind of sucks um so so bruce bruce wakes up and his door opens and this fucker and then there's this fucker i have a theory about and i'll tell you about it at the end they don't name him he's credited as credited as the shaman or the shit. Now I have to go look. Um, it was some bullshit like um, monkey <laughs> spiritual advisor <laughs> bullshit kind of name. I, I I smell bullshit because I'm I really was not a fan of this actor and what he did with well, that part. Well, your first your first response was that's not the actor credited as Ra's al Ghul because I thought it was going to be Rachel Ghul and um and again if you're if you're new to us, I will forever pronounce it as Rachel Ghoul, even though that's probably wrong. Ra's Ghoul. Because that is the way the Batman, Batman the Animated Series pronounced it, and you will pry that from my cold dead hands. So you're welcome. You're um, welcome. <laughs> forever. And that's pretty much us in a nutshell. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. The Shaman. Yeah, he's credited as The Shaman. So I was like, okay. I smell bullshit. So the only thing I can say that was cool about the shaman is we didn't go into that white guy playing a, you know, kind of uh, Asian type character mysticism. I told you he was the ancient one. I did. So at least we didn't go like he was just blatantly like some rando white dude. Um, And so he's there and he's like, oh, I'm in charge. And um, this is when he, he actually talks about the Court of Owls. Um, which I thought I was like, all right, show your hand real quick. And, um, this is why, uh, he's like, he's like, oh, they won't notice that, you know, they've taken precautions to notice that Bruce isn't gone. And Bruce is like, oh, clone. And he immediately says, and I was so proud of him. Alfred will figure it out. Well, bitch, Alfred (laughs) already knows who we, sir, not appearing in this film. I know. And that's the, that is the thing I wanted to see most in this episode that I was most eager to see more of was, I want to see what Alfred does. And we didn't get that. But we already had, what, five storylines? Yeah. I mean, that's true. Um, And so, yeah, I love how Bruce is like, number one, he figures it right out. And number two, he's like, nope, Alfred's going to figure it out. And he's not wrong. And I was like, I was so proud of him. And so the shaman's like, oh, you know. um, Okay, but the shaman doesn't argue with him. No, he doesn't. But he's like, yeah. He's okay, maybe, but. But also, like. I'm pretty sure we're going to accomplish our goal. And he's like, I need your help. And he's like, you need to eat because you need your strength. Because what we're about to begin. And I'm like, Ugh. Gotham begins. Whatever. 
I was like, I already saw Batman Begins and it was done better. And I also liked Jim Gordon better. So there's that. Um, so we go to the GCPD. And again, I'm marveling at the fact that anybody still works there. And of course, Harvey's there. Yay! And um, I miss the angry hat. So apparently, Aubrey Daniels is back as mayor because Oswald is... Well, I mean, they just know he's disappeared. They don't know he, like, Ed shot him and shit. Um, and so I was like, all right, well, that's the thing that happened. Doesn't Harvey know? Oh, yeah. After last of, episode? Yeah. Unless Maybe he, it's not public. Unless he wasn't paying attention. I could see Harvey not paying attention. Well, and he was dangling over, like, a three-story drop or whatever, so I there could is, see that. There, yeah, this details. Um, And so he's like, so how are things with your uncle at your creepy uncle's you mean, cabin? Uncle plot device? Uncle plot device. And he's, um, he's like, oh, by the way, Ed's now missing because he crazy. And so Jim's like, oh, yeah, he's looking at his, his dad's death and the, and, the, and the drunk driver that, um, you know, that, that killed him. And so um, they find out that the guy was, um, the guy's no longer alive. He was killed in prison. But they start looking, he starts looking into it, and he had this medical condition that, oh my god, Harvey, my sweet baby angel, he knows his drinking conditions, because it's Jim's the like, Irish curse, man. Jim's like, I don't know what this means. And Harvey's like, what is it? And he's like, oh, bitch, I know what that is. Basically, like, the guy was, his, his liver was so fucking screwed up that if he had one drink, it would have killed him. Were you not familiar with the Irish curse before this episode? I was indeed. Okay. Jim's an idiot. Okay, Jim's... Okay, so it's I mean, not, Jim's canonically kind of an idiot. Because... He has glimmers of, of truth when the writing suits it. Well, see, the thing is, my surname is Irish. Mm-hmm. So I am familiar with a lot of Irish things. I mean, St. Patrick's Day comes and goes, and I am I will wear green because yeah. I am Irish. Um, I have the DNA test results. Yes, you do. I'm, to prove I'm, it. I got part of that in there somewhere. Um, I think I'm at 14%. I I can't remember what my percentage was, but yeah. Um, It's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so I was like, is Jim just an idiot or am I just well-versed in Irish things? Okay, but that's when it kind of bothers me because as you always point out, Jim Gordon canonically is a really smart guy. Right? He's the only one who can keep up with Bruce Wayne. In Gotham, he's only smart when it suits the writers. So like... It kind of bothers me. Yeah. So, but then you get shit like this where. But it gives Harvey something to say. Yeah. Which was nice. And so. Um, yeah. He talks nice. He de- he talks nice. And so um, Jim's like, okay, well, this guy couldn't have been drunk um, because like it would have. It would have killed him. So, yeah. So it's like, duh, duh, duh. And it's like, oh, honey, you just now figured this out that it was. A okay. Cover-up. So. That's funny. Why did a judge not figure this out 20 years ago? Because Cordoval. There's the real dummy. Yeah. Because Cordoval's covered it up? Question mark, question mark. Well, obviously, because... Plus, the guy apparently visibly lied about it, because we find out later that he had an, he had an attorney that was gotten for him. I know, I know I'm getting ahead of the story, it's bullshit, but still it's, it's still, it's... it's still pretty shitty. The whole case just was like... Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we go... <laughs> we, go <laughs> we go to the weird friends now. Um... Ivy's taking care of Oswald, who wants the Scooby none gang? of that shit. None. None. And um, she's telling him about, oh, yeah, this estate, it was just abandoned. And so she's basically squatting there. And he wants none of this taken care of shit. And she mentions, like, the plants are her friends. And he's like, okay, crazy lady. 
And so um, she mentions that plants are better than people, and she's not wrong. Lots of things are better than people. Um, and so she tries to give him like a mug of um, what is it like broth or something, and it's got plant junk in it. It's it has um, willow bark in it, which is yeah, where yeah, aspirin yeah. comes from. And um, and he's like, yeah, and he throws it on the ground. Another. And um, not in that way though. Not a Thor and not okay, no, sorry. no. Um, and so she's like, um, you're basically a jerk. And so this is where. I see Ivy turning into more of like a teenager, like a young, like a four. She, like she's aged a little bit in my mind, but she's still like a fourteen-year-old. Well, okay, so Ivy, let's think this through. When we first met Ivy, let's say she was what twelve, ten, maybe because she was really? all, she was younger than Selena. Okay, ten. Let's go eleven. Okay. Because she was still living with, she still had parents. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, she was pretty much living in poverty, so that's going to age her a little bit. That's true. That's true. So if we could just agree on 12, 11, maybe 12. Yeah. Mm. Three years ago-ish. Two or three years ago. That puts her at 13 to 14. So then she's, to me, she's still acting her age. No, wait, no. Hold on. So twelve. So she's thirteen to fourteen ish years old. Right. But she has been killed, drowned, mm-hmm. physically aged up. Yep. That's gonna mature you uh, quite a bit. And I didn't feel that. You didn't. No. Okay. Because she's still like you're a jerk. Like it still felt very kind of petulant child. Well. Well, okay, but at the same time, her social skills. Yeah. Nil. Yeah. Because she's been on her own. Yeah. And she's never really had a filter. Yeah. And it, it's like when we saw her. Am I really trying to justify Ivy? I think I am. Well, it's like when we saw her, because it's not working for me. The adult really? thing. No? The adult thing. Um, when we saw her with that guy that was going to let her into the safe, there was nothing suave about her. She was clumsy and childish. And so it still feels very a child trapped in a woman's body. But we're still in a transition period. I but I'm still I'm it's like I'm tensing up waiting for them to be like ooh she's sexy because you're looking for it yeah they're not trying to make her sexy yeah you're looking for it so because I know how poison ivy is so is that you or is that the writing and I'm not saying you're wrong yeah but I and I think it's it's your it's a a lot of my perceptions colored with how I know poison ivy is canonically Mm -hmm. and in a Mm -hmm. lot of other adaptations Mm -hmm. she's uber sexed because she's well, the pheromones she, well, she, the, well know, she uses it as a her fear that she uses the pheromones as a weapon yeah yeah and so we saw a little bit of that I, I guess that part didn't squick me out so i suppose they're not doing too bad but i think i'm just waiting for it to be creepy mm-hmm. but see you're waiting for yeah. it yeah. yeah i felt more at ease with her character in this episode than i have been okay well, that's something. more. I mean, more so now. I think because I'm just I've gotten used to seeing her as an seeing her visually. Yeah. As an adult. Yeah. But she's still acting like a child, which of course she should be, because if she wasn't, we'd be questioning that. Exactly. Exactly. And I think I'm fine with the way she is. I just keep waiting for them to be like, and she's all of a sudden like a sex kitten. Well, but they've made her more more feminine. Yeah. Like, she's wearing the dress, but it's not low cut. Yes. But it's a dress where before she wore the shapeless, slumpy. Yeah. So it's almost like. But then again, she was like basically homeless. 
Right. But I feel like they're transitioning her for us. Yeah, but hopefully it's going to stay subtle. I hope, I'm hoping so. I don't have any faith. Because, yeah. But, of course, whichever side you take, I'm going to take the other side. Of course. Because you're you. That's fun. Yeah. There you go. Um, So, uh, she's basically like, you're a jerk. And Oswald's like, so anyway, go deliver a message to Gabe. And... Um, Ivy's like, okay. And she makes him say, please. And I was like, <laughs> yes, she does. This was the point where I was like, she could probably be good for him. Yeah. Because he does need, a, he does need some of that. Yeah. He doesn't, I mean, he came to power very quickly and I don't think well, he realized, and we see it later that it wasn't quite what he thought it was. Well, he needs somebody to stand up to him. Yep. Cause you know, he's at odds with Ed, and Ed would have stood up to him. But then again, you know, whatevs. Ed would he have, was nice to Ed. Ed would have stood up to him in a different way. He would have been, like, logical. And, okay, yes, but. Right, but also. Ivy's more. But also, Oswald treated him like a person, whereas he was treating Ivy like. Good point. Yeah, an, he. An they other. Tra- him and Edward treated each other like people. Yeah, from so. from the get go. Well, except okay. for they didn't like each other at first, but whatever. Um, so we go to a terrible gym, and um, he goes to his dad's grave and he meets his uncle, and it's terrible. Um, and so Jim's like, "Oh yeah, my my father's death was that was an accident," and his uncle was like, "Yeah, that's what I told you." And because um, he did, he he did tell him that he was like it, that was easy enough to fake, and so. Um, he tells him about the weapon that he found out in the meeting with, with Catherine, which I'm still calling bullshit. Um, and so um, they're going to use it to destroy the city. And this is when we find out that the, the high-ranking members are the crazies, which I'm like, I'm pretty sure anybody involved in this is pretty fucking crazy. Um, or at least has, like, delusions of grandeur. Um, and so Frank's like, oh, I don't know how to stop it, but um, I'm going to find out. And um, he's like, he's like, you have to stay out of this. Um, because if they find out that I'm involved trying to take them down, then, you know, you'll go down and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I, I didn't believe any of it. No, no. I, well, I think maybe I just hoped there was a grain of truth to it. Did you just spill that? I did. Oh, I, I think maybe I was hoping. Yeah. I, I wanted him to be a good I don't guy. care enough to hope. But by the end, <laughs> by the end of this episode, I was like. Oh, uh, I guess it doesn't matter now. No. Because he is Uncle Plot Point. Oh, yeah. That's all he was. They introduced this character just to be a plot just point. Just to throw this knowledge out and to tie him to Court of Owls and then done. I hate it when they do that to characters. I do too. Because I'm like, uh, we couldn't have found a better way to no, do that. No character without... development. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was even completely two dimensional. Even his performance was two dimensional. <laughs> That's why it was believable. It was like, yeah, you are Jim's uncle. <laughs> You're both terrible. You're terrible. That's awful. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, moving on. So this is when we continue to see more bad choices because Jim can't just fucking leave. He sees Lee there at Mario's grave. Okay, wait, wait. Can we back up just a second? Yeah. Yeah. Because Frank tells him got that the, the Court of Owls has destroyed Gotham twice before. Yeah. Has nobody picked up on that? Yeah. I mean, is there not Gotham a history? You well, and that's the whole thing. Like, I think this this has to be tied to the founding families somehow. Well, yeah. And so, 
I think the Court of Owls is the founding families. I think they are, too. Minus the Waynes. And then Galavan was just, like, this weird offshoot that well, came he was, back. Well, he, uh, he was the one that was uh, Banished. exiled. Yeah, and so... But I'm like, I don't think they had that long of a history to justify destroying the See, city twice. I think Thomas Wayne was a member of the Court of Owls. Oh, I think he was, too. Okay. As long as we can agree. Oh, well, we, we agreed on something? Mm-hmm. What? I'm taking a drink. There you go. Of my lovely, lovely concoction. <sighs> that really is good. It is way too easy to drink. Um. So, okay. So, so yeah. Okay, so he sees Lee. And we're both like outwardly gro- like that wasn't even an inward groan that no. was a, i made a noise that was a please uh, leave her alone but l- you know like at what point do you think this is a good decision um so he like comes over and he's like sorry so he apologizes for intruding so why did you fucking intrude thank you and so she's like oh who was that and he's like oh it's my uncle and you know we're reconnecting or whatever and so um so okay in this scene she says to him, I thought you were strange. And he says, we've recently reconnected. I thought that maybe she might, would have reacted a little, oh, really? well, well, good for you for trying to right some wrongs. Yeah, but no, she, she takes it a completely different way. Like the whole 12-step AA. Kind of a, yeah. Yeah, kind of thing. But she, no. No. She, she takes it a completely She's different bitter way. She's bitter the whole yeah. Okay. And so she's like, oh, how can you move on after, you know, after so much destruction and da 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 And, like, this is when she just walks away and it's like, again, Jim, what did you expect? But at the same time, how can she expect him to not try to move on? Yeah. She is just as bad as he is. I know. So. I know. I know. But I also think he mistook her being professional at work and speaking to him for a case mm. for oh we can talk now yeah and i'm like maybe not at the maybe not at the cemetery uh by her husband's grave that you killed him and i'll be yeah you were justified yeah, but just also just keep walking yeah keep walking that's not the place that you want to have a chat i mean cuz you know she's if, very raw if, right if then and you know oswald had showed up at was it oswald that killed lincoln lincoln no was that kennedy oh no yeah kennedy Okay, I'm sorry. Wilkes Booth is uh, Lincoln. Okay. Sorry, I got my presidents and assassinations mixed up. At first, I thought you were talking about uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I got really confused. No, no, no. But, like, I mean, just imagine them showing up at, you know, the presidents. Being like, sup. Sup. And it's like. Sup, Jackie. Yeah. How you doing? No. 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 Um, so. (laughs) Sup, Jackie. Did I really? Jesus. Wow. Oh, my God. So, this is when Harvey calls. um, Thank God. Thank God. And so he tells Jim that, like, yeah, so this guy that, you know, killed your dad was, and you know, he was an ex-con, and he had done some time, and guess who paid for his defense lawyer? <gasps> A daddy Falcone. Uh-oh. Duh, duh, duh. Which I kept looking, I know that, like, we kind of were under the, uh, under the impression, and we, turns out we were right, that Daddy Falcone worked for the court but was not a part of it. Exactly. And so I did look for him in the mask scene at the beginning. Not there. And he wasn't there. Okay. Um, so we go back to Ivy. And so she brings Gabe in like, you know, Penguin yelled at her to do. He and, said please. And um, he, again, his hair really distracted me. Um, Gabe's gotten a dye job. And so um, this is when Oswald's like, oh, I need you to, you know, I need you to help me. We're going to do all this stuff. And um, so he he lets Gabe go to, like, to call everybody in. 
And I was like, you shouldn't trust him. And I was like, no, Gabe is super loyal and it's fine. And she's (laughs) like, she's like, well, you know, we can force him to tell the truth because I've got this nifty perfume that like plants and stuff. Where can I get me some of that? And I know truth perfume, like like not just truth perfume, but like do what I tell you perfume. Yeah. (sighs) If people would just do what we told them to do, I'd be that person. I'd be, I'd be a super villain. Yeah. I would probably, I'd probably be like, oh, I don't know if I should I would be your side. I would absolutely. 30 seconds. Then I'd be like, fuck it. I'm using it. I would absolutely be your sidekick. Yes, you would. So sign me up. There you go. Um, and so Oswald's like, um, I don't trust you. And Ivy's like, fine. We're not friends. And so she leaves. Um, well, no, after he calls her a freak. And I was like, okay, buddy, let's maybe not let the F word fly like that when, uh, pot calling the kettle. But he's always been very sensitive but that's about been, that. But that, that's, there's a precedent there. Yeah. With the F word. Yeah. In him. That's a precedent. It's like, baby, don't, so. don't use, use your other words. And so Ivy storms out. And then Gabe um, apparently isn't trustful. And he uh, knocks Oswald out. And I dun, was dun, like, dun. oh, no, not Gabe. Um, I was a little disappointed. I was, too. I was a little disappointed. I trust. I trusted Gabe. I did, too. Broke but, my heart. You know, well, I trusted the- him before now. But when they brought him in like that, I was like, no, this can't be straightforward. <laughs> Um, so we, we go to wherever the fuck Bruce is and, um, his door opens and he's like, he steps out like, and it, it's the whole, um, you've never seen V for Vendetta, have you? No, I haven't. Well, then I'm not I own make, it, but I'm I have never actually watched not it. Not going to make that comparison because I don't want to spoil anything for Please you. Please don't. Um, and so he, he starts running cause he's like, hot damn. And it's a creepy circle and it's all very trippy. It's. And this is where I was like, I don't think this is badly filmed. I mean, it kind of got the effect across of like this kind of endless hallway and then he kind of ends up where he begins. Okay, but for a second it was fine, but then it kept going. Well, that's not his fault though, necessarily, because it kept going in the script. Okay, so can we talk about David's running? Okay, like he is a baby giraffe. You know that's what that's what it reminded me of when I started thinking about it as Matt Smith, as the. See, I have no context. No, but like, you've seen the you've seen the gifs where yeah. he's he can't like he's a we call him the baby giraffe, the drunk giraffe. That I'm sorry, but, like he's all gangly and awkward, and his run is terrible. He's all arms and legs, and they're flapping <laughs> like he's gonna flailing. <laughs> Like the, the, the windblown thing you see at Carlisle. And I was like, that is not Batman. <laughs> this shit right that here. That part is not the night. <laughs> we are, yes, we are in fact, you know, demonstrating for one another. Because yes, we are. Mostly me. Yeah. Um, yeah, what the fuck was that? I don't okay, know. I mean, I get he's in that gangly stage he is. of teenageism. Teenageism? But that had to have been a directorial. Unless Choice? it was just one of those where it was like, is that just really how David runs? It could just be like, David, maybe try it a little different. And he keeps doing it the same. And it's like, just don't tell him. Maybe that's, maybe it was worse. Maybe. <laughs> maybe that's the improved version. So, yeah. Super awkward. We can't not talk about that, though, because it oh was. Oh, my God. It was, mm-hmm. I was like, the fuck is that? Nobody run. Does, that's not real. 
That was the CGI part. So, Please. um, so this shaman asshole, uh, is there when he comes back to his cell and he's like, Oh, are we going to begin? And I'm like, this is terrible. And so, um, Bruce runs off and of course he ends up right back there because apparently that's what this place does. And at this point I was like, how much drugs have they given Bruce? All of I them. I feel like he's on drugs at this point. All of them. And so, um, he's like, you have to pick a direction. And he's like, oh, you're scared of something. And I was like, uh-huh. God, do we have to rehash all this shit? Yes. And so the door slams and, uh, he tells Bruce to sit so he can see what the shaman has to offer. And I was like, okay, this is vaguely creepy. Thank God, because I couldn't watch any more of oh, the, it was terrible. the giraffe. I really don't care for this i'm sorry like i do not care for this actor's performance i couldn't i didn't buy it Mm -mm. i couldn't suspend the disbelief maybe i felt like they were just like hey um all right random actor go be mystical and he's like i don't that's not in my wheelhouse and they're like i don't care boof you're mystical Yeah. yeah it was we're gonna put you in like this outfit and there you go like i just yeah like even his words mm Hmm. Um, so we go back to Jim, who, again, parade oh bad choices, decides to go to Daddy Falcone's house like it's no big deal. Like, I, he didn't just kill his son. And Carmine's like, bitch, what are you here for? And he's like, you killed my father. And um, <laughs> and he's like, I was waiting for Carmine to say, I am your father. I know, like, I'm your stepdad. Um, and so uh, he's he tells him what he knows about, you know, the guy's lawyer and... Um, this is when Falcone sends his bodyguards away. And I was like, oh, shit's about to go down. Um, and Jim's like, did you order the hit? And he was like, no. And he's like, but it was one and I helped cover it up. And um, he's the one. This is where I was like, oh, so we're just throwing the. Because the audience now knows what the Court of Owls is. Like, anybody's just going to fucking name it. Because Carmine's like, oh, yeah, Court of Owls. Before Jim even reveals that he knows what it is and i was like oh that's that's like getting murdered territory um and so falcon's like i'm not he this is where he reiterates what we kind of supposed several episodes ago is that he's not a member but he he works for them basically and everybody works for them yeah i think frank says that later in the episode that everybody works for them it's just some of us know about it yeah yeah and um so jim's like who ordered the hit on my dad and uh falcon's like it was your uncle Frank, and you're like, oh, okay, that's that seems about right. Um, this is when I was like, okay, why did anybody trust him? Um, so Jim finds his uncle, and um, what is this like at his uncle's apartment or hotel or what? Like I didn't even know. Um, it was depressing, and um, so he's got a gun out, and his uncle's like, oh, you want a drink? And Jim's like, did you order the hit? And of course, he's using his Batman voice, and um, Frank's like, listen. Um, court knows that you sniffing around. That was real dumb of you. And I'm like, you're the one that told him this. And then was just like, go out into the world. He didn't ever warn him. Like, please don't look into this. I wanted you to know the truth, but also like, don't go down this road of investigating it. And I'm like, Oh God, you didn't know Jim very well at all. He's going to fuck anything up. And so then if um, he can, he's like, yes, I ordered it, but because I had to. Your dad, it, some, I, your dad, basically, like, your dad was going to get killed anyway. And I'm like, ah, cool motive, still murder. I wanted, I wanted to believe in Frank. I wanted. I just didn't care Until. Enough. I didn't like him. 
he wasn't engaging. No. So I felt no, no connection. So I was like, you're mad. I had too much hope. I know. Yeah. I know. But That's weird when you have the hope. Um, and so. Uh, I wanted it. Frank's like, um, he knows Jim is angry and, you know, wants to avenge his dad. And he's like, oh, killing me won't change anything. And Jim's like, um, my dad wanted justice and I want the same and da 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 And he's going to arrest him. And I was like, oh, God, okay, wait, so stupid. Jim was nine when his father was killed. How does he know what his father wants? He didn't, doesn't. Maybe he knew he was going to die. Maybe he knew his brother was going to call out the hit on him because he had betrayed the court. That's the thing. Like if he was, and he forgave his brother because his brother only did what he had to do to stay alive. I if mean, he was seriously. part of the court, and he started fucking around. Like he had to know what was gonna right. Like they weren't just gonna forgive that, and he had to know what position he was putting his brother into. So surely he would have forgiven him because apparently he wasn't being remotely subtle about resisting the court. No, God. the Gordon family. You just look at it and you go, "Yeah, it seems about right." Well, there's a reason why they're not one of the founding families. <laughs> Just gonna, <laughs> and so um, he's gonna try to arrest his uncle, and Frank's like, basically looks at him like, yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. Um, and so they they have a tussle because he's like, oh, stopping the court is the only thing that matters, and um, he knocks Jim down, and I was like, okay, again, literally anybody can beat Jim, pretty much, yeah, unless it's convenient for the plot for Jim to beat them. Um, and he tells him about this dock that he needs to go to, and this weapons coming there. And he's he's trying to buy some time at the court, da 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 da. And then, um, he uh, he tells Jim that he needs to make a choice. And this is this when the thing happens. I thought this was when the thing happens. But he's not dead yet. Okay, I don't think. I think I was just putting that. Cause you were hoping. We eventually, get you there. were hoping. Um. So this is when my sweet baby Oswald wakes up and he's like. Wah, wah. Uh, you know, Gabe, Gabe is there and he's like, get on with it. And Gabe's like, listen, we're going to auction off the right to kill you to the highest bidder. And I was like, that's remarkably cold of him. Um, and a car pulls out outside and there's all these, uh, these big mob thugs. And so, um, Ivy is hiding. And so she's watching through a window and she's like, I told you not to kill him. And then of course a guy comes up behind her and puts a gun to her head and you're just like, all right. So, you know, things are great. It's fine. Everybody's, you know. Happy? Caught by a thug, and it's fine. Um, so we go to Jim again, and who's terrible, and he's filling Harvey in. And um, Harvey, of course, makes him drinks. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm Harvey. <laughs> um, yes, you are. Why do you think <laughs> I like you so much? I know, right? And chink. Um, and so uh, he's like, uh, he's telling Jim that he's like, it's fine, do the dumb thing and I got your back. And it feels like well, like you're just phoning it in at that point, Harvey. You're just like, yeah, whatever. You're going to do the dumb now, thing. I got gotcha. you. Now fine. wait. Now wait. He tells Jim to follow the lead. Which is. Which is actually sound advice. It is, but it's also kind of anti what we normally get from Harvey, which is nope, mm-mm, doesn't exist. Yeah, he does. He does also say in the same scene that he does tend to give, um, end of the world type things the 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 benefit of the doubt that's all in one breath yeah so harvey is just like yes but no yeah but also no but have a drink yeah and so jim's like oh we can't take the chance we have to look into this and he's like but the gcpd can't be involved and i was like okay that was semi-smart and so harvey's like 
Oh, shit. And he tells him no. And he does tell him no. Harvey tells Jim no. And you immediately, before it even cut to her, you knew who, who he was talking about. It was Barb. About. And it Barb. And they're holding court, and it's amazing, and I love it. And I, that's all I ever want from life. And so, it's beautiful. So, would you consider Barb the high queen? Yes. Yes, she is. And then Tabitha is the queen? Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, Tabitha's more like a knight. Because she's clearly, like, standing behind yeah. her. She's the muscle. I was going magicians. Oh, but... I know you were. I know you were. Okay. But also, like... And I, I kind of like that, that it's it doesn't get catty between them with, oh, I want to be in charge. Oh, like, Tabitha's very clear, like, yep, Barb, you do the thing. I stand behind you and kill people. There's never been... Yeah. That yeah. kind of oh, sure. power struggle. So, but yeah. Tabitha gets to... Okay, but still, as much as I hate it, two seasons in... That Tabitha's been on the show, she's still a two-dimensional character. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's I not her hate fault. Hate that. That's the writer's fault. I want, I want character development. I want backstory. I want to feel for Tabitha. Yeah, she's she had her hand cut off, and I didn't care. Yeah, I know. I was like, yeah. And here you have a great woman of color who yeah. does great action shots. Yeah, and I think, and we've seen little glimmers of stuff from this actress. So I feel like if they gave it to her, she could she could step it up. But she's been given nothing. Yeah. Because they have too many fucking characters. She's a set piece at this point. Um, so yeah, we get a little we get a little thing with Barb and um Mama don't play because she's like, Oh, I'm gonna need a new stiletto, and then she just beats him in the face with it, and it's amazing. But that's why she needs a new stiletto. Exactly. exactly. And so Jim calls, and of course it's like typical, it's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, Jim, you want a favor, don't you? And it's like, yeah. Yeah, he does. I love that she's still crazy. Yeah. It, the crazy hasn't Mm-mm. toned down Mm-mm. at all. And she's still got a soft spot for Jim, but also Jim apparently can't stop doing the mob solids. I know, like, ever. Um, the mobs, but see, the thing is, the mob is not the worst part of Gotham. They're it's actually, really not. They're actually the middle ground. They yeah, they really are. The economy going, really. <laughs> um, I do want to take this moment to interject that there's still a lot of rumors going around that Barb's going to end up Harley. Harley, yeah. And it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's not, it hasn't been denied. It hasn't been denied. And they've even said, they said early on, they were like, yeah, that's a cool thing we could do. Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, fueling that rumor only helps them. It helps them hype it. It helps them. Because, again, they're they're on the renewal bubble. Like, they are not yes, a sure thing. But I also don't want her to be. She's not the right person. The only reason I want her to be is because I want Harley so bad. But, but you're right. She's not the she right would, person. As great as this actress could be Harley. She's Barb. Barb cannot be Harley. Yeah. Because Harley is Harley Quinn. Harlequin. Harleen Quinzel. Harleen Quinzel. Thank you. Because I totally forgot her name. And she is canonically a doctor at Arkham. Yes. And that's how and she has meets Mr. A, J. And has a doctorate. This yep. is not the same character. So if they make Barb Harley Quinn, shenanigans. Yep. As great as Aaron is, Aaron could make a great Harley. I just don't feel like they should just do it because it's like, hey, you're blonde and you could do it. Let's go. Barb is not. I would rather see Barb go up against Harley. 
Yeah. Cause, and we've seen her interact with Jerome and it's been super fun, but it wasn't fawning. And she's, I hate to say it, it she's too old. Well, she is. I mean, she is. Barbara Keene, not, not the actress, Barbara Keene. Barbara Keene as a character in this iteration is already older than Jerome. Right, and she's always thought of her as being, like, even younger than Batman. Younger because than Bruce. Because I feel Bruce. like that's how she was young and kind of um, naive about Joker, and that's how she kind of got... She was susceptible. Harley, Harley, we, yeah. we could go all day about Harley. But, yeah, the rumors are still out there. So. Yeah, so as much as I'd love to see Harley, and I'd, I'd even love to see... Aaron. Um, Aaron as Harley in the story, want, I don't want I don't it. want yeah. Barb to be Harley. I'm, w- I'm with you on that. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. Um, so we go to, because I feel like that would be a step down. Right? She's fucking running the city now. So, well, and that would totally. As far as from the mob standpoint. The but it would totally is, discount Harley Harlequin's entire backstory. Yep. It would. So, yeah. anyway, sorry. That's um, my argument against it. So, we go to the bullshit shaman show, and um, <laughs> I even said that. The shaw shit? I couldn't say it again. The shaw shit redemption. See, I can't even say it. <laughs> um, and so, he gives, like, him this this story about, like, it, you know, I've been waiting a long time to begin your journey and da 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 And I'm like, um, Alfred kind of already began his journey by teaching him how to be awesome. And so, um... This is when it's like he takes out like acupuncture needles and he's like, oh, and this is where like bullshit kind of pseudo mysticism comes in. And um, Bruce is looking at them and they start glowing. And I was like, oh, again, he's on a lot of drugs. Um, and so he, the he drugs are on the needles. Yeah. He puts them on the Well, the needle, it started glowing before the needle touched him. So and so um, he puts the needle to his forehead and he gives him like a vision. And uh, again, I was like. Oh God! You're let's let's make Bruce Wayne relive this night again. I that seems needlessly cruel. I don't. Okay, no, I do. I do get. I understand where they're coming from. I get the logic, but I also, as an audience member, didn't need to see that again. As an audience, seeing it again, I don't think changed anything. I understand. Okay. Because this whole point is, you never left that alley. You've been dwelling on it. But he hasn't. No. It's true. And that's the whole thing of Batman is, Batman really never left it. So. That's why he's Batman. It's really relevant that he pushed Bruce through it again and again because he never left it. It's really, he's trying to get Bruce to get beyond it to become who he's fated to be, blah, blah, blah. So I understand why this is important. I just hope we don't see him get past it. Because if we see him get past it... He should not. He shouldn't. Agreed. I agree. But I understand why they're emphasizing it. I just don't think they necessarily needed to show it. Why not? Well... As an an audience member... It's redundant. But as an audience member, it puts us back in that mindset. It hurts us again. Well, and also, like, I did get a very visceral response to, oh my God, he was so young. Right? Yeah. 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 I think they were trying to emotionally put the audience back where Bruce is to see it through Bruce's yeah. eyes. Yeah. So I do think it was kind of important. Yeah. Okay, but I don't like the shaman and everything he does. You is don't dumb. have to like the shaman to understand the storyline. And I'm afraid, and I'll get to it. I'm afraid that because I don't like the shaman, my what I think is going to happen is going to suck. 
So anyway, um, so again, it's like basically like you have to you have to leave this memory behind, and and you know he's like oh, and then he leaves him, and he's back in his cell, and he's, well, he's not you know. wrong. I'm like okay, well you know if it was therapy hour and get him well adjusted, then we'd never have Batman. So also, I'm going to be a little selfish and say don't leave it behind. Well, okay, I agree with you that he it's not going to happen. Yeah, I but hope I, it doesn't under, happen. But as far I want to say I want to say as far as Bruce's character development. He hasn't actually moved beyond episode one. No. And that's the whole impetus of Batman. Right. He still is mired in that helplessness that he felt as a kid. And so now he's trying to do something about it. It's very meta. Oh, it's so meta. So meta. Yeah. I kind of like it though. But that shows this is the executive producer guy writing this. Yes. So he's pulling it. It's just everything else going on around it made it lose its punch momentum. Yeah. Because unless you really start to think about it, it's just, okay, that scene just happened. As a stand, they should have kept the story as a standalone episode. Yeah. They shouldn't have mixed it in with the the comedy of Penguin and Ivy because you really, and, and you obviously really lost it. Yeah. I mean, I see where I, they were trying to go. Until but, I really started thinking about it for the cast. Like if I would have just watched it, I would have been like, well, that's the thing that happened. Yeah, you would never have given it a second thought, but I th- I think it loses its emotional impact because it's mixed up with all this other shit. Yeah, I agree with that. It should have been a much more standalone, but then again, it would have just been Batman Begins. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I hate it love. when I can argue against myself. I do love. Um, so we go back to the shitstorm that is the rest of the episode, and uh, this was great though. Um, so Barb is at. Uh, you know, at the docks, trying to find out about Doc 9C, and he keeps saying that there is no dock like that. And um, this is when she's like, I'm in charge, bitch. And he's like, listen, even Don Falcone knew, like, there are certain questions you don't ask. Okay, but let me ask you this. Yes. Jim asked Barb to do this. Yes. In return for... Babies? In return for he knocks her up with twins? Well, I mean, it's going to have to happen eventually. It's going to have to happen. I don't know. And see, that's one of those things. Did Jim just promise another one of those, like, yep, I'll owe you a solid, and it's going to come back to bite him in the ass? See, I don't like that. Because that's, you think he would have learned by now. Mm -hmm. So, of course, Barb um, does not like being told um, this is the way the other guy did it, because she's like, bitch, I'm in charge now. And so he finally, he finally starts talking and he's like, something came in and he's like, but it's gone now, which Frank's Intel said it was going to come in, not that it had already come in. Mm-hmm. And so, but he's like, but the crate's still here and it's fucking stamped with Indian Hill. And you're like, oh, so there's Jesus. nothing in the crate. Yes. Okay. It's just, I missed that. And they apparently left this like smoking gun crate there with like the Indian Hill logo on it. And I was like, that was dumb. Um, and so Barb's like, okay, well, you have to call them when the thing comes in. So let's get that number. And of course, this is when the, the, uh, you know, the talent comes in and he's like, Ka-ka! and he just starts killing people. Um, <laughs> and, which I really do think he should make the bird call. Um, and so everybody's like, oh, fuck. And so Barb starts shooting, Tabby starts shooting and like nobody can hit this guy. And so they like, you can see the moment of Barb looking at Tabby going, We get the fuck out, yeah. 
And so they, they, you know, they run and they're firing, but they, they get the fuck out. Um, and of, of course, fuck this, this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. And so this is when the, um, the dock worker is like, listen, I didn't tell him anything. And you know what? The talent just takes his head off anyway for good measure. And it's like, but buddy, you did tell him stuff. Pool motive. Still murder. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you, you did talk though, buddy. Um, and so this is when, uh, we go to, uh, poor, poor Ivy and Oswald and Ivy gets tied up too. And she seems completely unperturbed by this. Like she seems almost like, like just mildly entertained, not like super enthralled, but like, yeah, I could watch whatever goes down here. And so, um, this is when, um, Gabe's going to take a picture for the auction and it's going to be great. And this is when some cannolis come in and I was like, oh, Uh-oh. murder, murder, poison, murder. And, um, so Ivy, Ivy like tells Oswald, she's like, I'm fine. I'm going to get out of this in a second. And Oswald's like, um, tell me, tell me, tell me what your plan is. And she's like, um, I will if you're nice to me. And he's like, I'll be super nice. And Ivy's like, watch. And she calls one of the guys over. And it is one of the younger ones, so at least it's not as creepy. And I will say she didn't go the super sexy route. She just went the, I, I have information and you, I'll whisper Agreed. it to yeah. you. Yeah, I really feel like they're trying to. They're to, trying to not be creepy. Right. They're trying to, as an audience, So I do, I do appreciate that, even though I'm the one that's like, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's um, going to have to happen eventually. It will. And so um, he leans over and, of course, he smells the perfume. And um, she's like, go kill the others. And he does, except for Gabe, because Oswald says to stop. And um, they untie him. And he and he Oswald kills the other guy. Um, but then he starts talking to Gabe. And he's like, uh, you know, I'm going to auction, uh, you know, Gabe off piece by piece. And you're like, okay. All right. So... But I need, I feel the need to point out this goon is taking direction from Ivy because Oswald is yelling the directions and yet Ivy, it has he, to come from her. It has mouth. to come from her. So apparently this perfume is formulated to her. Yeah, that's the kind of weird, that's one of those like squint. If you don't think about it too hard, it makes sense because they go through the it's whole, a, it's, it's on her. Well, they, so it's mixed with her like, her personal hormones and pheromones or whatever because they go through the whole bit about oswald yelling so ivy is yelling and she gets all caught up and oswald's like stop yelling and she's like sorry i got caught up which i totally get which was cute but also like so yeah it doesn't make the person completely susceptible to anybody it really made their dynamic very brother sister yes and that's why i was like okay i can live with this yeah because it could have gone really weird and creepy and it didn't um and so yeah and so we're just like, okay, well, this is the thing that happened. Um, so before we continue, I did want to remind people that we enjoy the feedback. Yeah, Especially, we do. we're coming down the home stretch. So if you've got some cool theories, uh, get them in. Um, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. And on Twitter at randomtcasts. And on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. And if you don't want to remember anything because that voice weirded you out, um, you can go to our website, <laughs> randomtcasts.com. That's wrong. What? It's randomtpodcast.com. I was doing the, the code for aunt wasn't I? Yeah, you were. Damn it. Uh, Random Tea Podcast. Actually, you know what? Just Google it and then we'll Random be Tea there. Podcast. Yeah, we're, we're there. Um, scroll I swear. to the bottom when you get to the, the page. And um, if you get to the all page, our socials are the there. And don't ever listen to me again. <laughs> 
But yes, we do love the, the, the feedbacks we've got some this week. Um, we like to hear other people's point of view. So, yeah, because sometimes we miss things and sometimes we tend to get too argumentative about some certain points. Baby Bruce. I swear that was not him. <laughs> you know who it was? It was common. <laughs> it was common. Everybody is common. Everybody is, is that common. common. It's common now. Now it's just a joke. They're all yes, common. They're all common. Everybody's um, common. I'm common. <laughs> Didn't he star in American Gods? Was that was common? Yeah, right? that was told. Every every character was common. Um, but it's yeah, a check, show. check out the website. Um, you can. Speaking of American Gods, that's a thing now. That uh, you can our, our preview pre, preview podcast is out there. We will be recording um, our season one season one episode. episode one podcast tomorrow night we're really freaking excited about american gods yeah i think it's gonna be Been fun. looking forward to it for like a year and a half mm-hmm. basically um, yes it is so good it's to me it's really really good i don't yeah. know about you guys but i thought it was awesome so uh you can find that on there you can also find agents of shield um both seasons of agent carter out there there's three seasons of sleepy hollow we don't ever take anything down you're welcome guardians of the galaxy is gonna uh coming out this weekend yes, so we won't record that for a couple of weeks because you know we want to see it a couple times let y'all get some feedback in do that yeah uh wonder woman wonder woman i'm so excited um, will be podcast i have a feeling it has to be uh, talking for that's for the dc because this is gotham yeah yeah uh what am i missing random movies yep jaws we've got to get jaws yes we've got to get around to doing jaws yes. um because you have to write was, it down because then we'll do it that was a charity thing yes so uh next weekend random mini series do you want to do it next weekend yes let's do it next weekend okay done I just wrote it down in my head. Yay! <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's our, our mini series. You got Night Managers on there. Houdini it, and Doyle. Houdini and Doyle's out there. Yep, yep, yep. So check that out while you're on it. Um, And then, of course, what else can they find on our website? Janya. Our sponsor? Unofficial Natural Phantom Fragrances. Dun, dun, dun! I did the weird William Shatner thing. Yeah, you did. Um, basically, it smells like your favorite character. It's pretty straightforward. And they all have aromatherapy benefits, and it's pretty sweet. And yeah. you need to check them out. I have heard firsthand people that we actually know who have tried Psyduck yep. for migraines and swear by it now. So mm-hmm. I still keep Winter Soldier next to my bed. I Is that for aromatherapy? I just, just for you? I just... Because it's Winter Soldier and it smells yeah. good. Yeah. Loki's on it's, my dresser. Yeah. Oh, of course he is. Yep. So, yeah. I hope they do Hermione Yule Ball again this year. Uh, me too. Although, I will say one lasted me two years. Did it? And I have a You're roll on You're not using now. it enough. No, I got two. Oh, well. And I have a roll-on now. There's that. Yeah, the roll-ons are great. I am still carrying a Han Solo around in my purse. And has not leaked. Still has not leaked. It's great. And yeah. I leave it in the car when I go to the park mm-hmm. after work to go walk around the park. And we are in the south, and it gets Pretty fucking hot. hot. And yeah. the interior, my car interior is black. Yeah. So, and it's not leaking. Yeah. At all. So... so. Telling you it's good quality stuff. If you use our code Random T Podcast, no S, you get ten um, percent off five dollars or more. Which, like one bottle, is literally like enough to get the discount on. Um, they do. If you don't want to commit to a cent, they have their samples, which are quite not, generous. Yeah, they're not like sprayed on a card sample. This you is can like get an actual a couple days to a week out of it. Yeah, good, good bit. You can soak a nice ball of cotton, put it in your necklace thing that people do. Yeah, so you're, you're a you know, Twin City Bank. I don't, I don't know your life. 
<laughs> so there's that. But also, if you want to help support Random Tea Podcast um, and help us with our, our hosting and our domain name and all that, because those, those renewals are coming up soon. Um, also, you know, help us to see movies so that we can do podcasts for the movies because we no longer get free tickets. It's terrible. That was not going to last forever anyway. Hey, the kids got better jobs. It's fine. That's true. That's true. So, uh, so yeah, you know, help us out. Help Throw us money at us. Help, 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 help us out, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, because podcasting a, ain't free. It is or not, cheap. and movies are not free or cheap. Um. We would like to get new movies out to you guys because we know how much you love. And them. we just realized how fucking expensive IMAX movies were. Oh my god! You realize it's been like a year and a half since we paid for movies, and we were like, we we like we sounded like old people. We were like, oh. God, I can't believe it's so much money. <laughs> what was it, $17? Yeah, something like 16, that. $16, $17 for a movie ticket? I was like, oh my oh God, my this God. is terrible. How do you live? I know, it's terrible. Yeah. So, yes, we are begging, okay? Fine. It's fine. So there's that. So yeah, there's a link on our website. You can just click on it and throw money at us. It's and fine. And it's totally cool. We totally appreciate that because we love you guys. We love hearing from you. And we love doing these podcasts. If Otherwise, we, we wouldn't still do this. We wouldn't do it. So I'm going to yeah. stop talking now. Okay. Um, anything else before I go back to the shitstorm that is Frank uh, plot device Gordon? No, I think I'm good. Okay. So Frank continues to make uh, the Gordon family bad choices. <laughs> um. And he got, is that what Gordon translates to bad yes, decisions? Yes, that okay. is um, another language for bad decisions. That's awesome. I was going to go Gaelic, and then I was like, no, that's bro- that's uh, narrowing it too much. Um, plus, that doesn't sound pretty like Gaelic. Um, so he goes to the court, and he's like, he's like, um, Jim only talked to Falcone. Which at this point, I'm like, how come Falcone isn't marked for death? For talking to Jim, like, oh yeah, right? hey, the Court of Owls. I think because Carma, Car, Carmine is way too important. Yeah, Car, I was about to call him Carmine. Carmine Fal, Falcone. Carmine even... and Falcone, just all in one yeah. word. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. And so he's like, he's like, no, no, no. You know, he can't, he can't figure this out. He's dumb. And um, because he is, he's like, I, I, I really don't know why he's looking into this now and he's like but he won't stop until one of us is dead dun, dun, dun. and um so Catherine's like you have to kill oh yeah i do remember this now yeah Catherine's like you have to kill him and i was like nah. well she's been trying to tell him to kill him this whole sh- episode i don't know so... why Catherine didn't just have gordon killed which one i mean like that would be Jim. yes yes or either or both, both. or either both like, i'm not looking at it like frank gordon is super valuable to their little outfit because he's been, like, not in Gotham for years. He's just been kind of hanging out other places. Right. Um, so we go to the GCPD, and Jim's filling Harvey in on, like, the whole, yeah, Barb called and did police work for us. Um, <laughs> in return for what? I still need to know. I think it's going to be one of those vague open-ended, when you call me, I got to, like, show up and kill somebody and feel conflicted about it. Um, and so... You know, apparently the court already has this big weapon and it's going to be a big deal. And he, you know, the Indian Hill symbol wasn't even lost on Jim for once. And so he's, his his phone rings and, of course, it's his uncle. And they need to talk. And it's like, uh. So Jim's like, um, the weapon's here. And Frank's like, come to my house alone. Okay. And he does. And he does. Uh, but first we go back to the, the, the funnerer um, storyline. And so Gabe's there. And, um, he's like, he's like, uh, you know, I was there for you after your mom was killed, brutally murdered. And so, 
but you looked me over when it came time to promotion time. And, um, I, I knew, I knew the, the Ed thing would, would not sit well with everybody. And so, um, Oswald's like, you have a point. And he's like, so can you be loyal again? And Gabe's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, boss. Yeah, boss. I can. I can, I can totally do it. And so, um, this is when Oswald's like, make him smell your perfume. And so he, he falls under whatever the pheromones are, whatever we, we want to call it. And, um, he's going to have, uh, Gabe swear an oath of loyalty, except for he won't do it. Um, so really he's just bullshitting him to stay alive. And so he's like, I was never, and, and this is what, man, we get some truth bombs. He's like, I was never really loyal to you. Nobody was. We followed you out of fear. Um, we remember that you used, you were the freak that held the umbrella. And I was like, see how it feels? It didn't feel real good to be called a freak, does it, Oswald? No. And, um, they all remember that. And so, of course, Oswald goes into a murder rage and he just fucking kills Gabe, like, a lot. Like, way overkill. And, uh, so I was like, oh, there's my baby. I don't know. At this point, I think he kind of deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, like, he told Gabe to tell the truth. I mean, like, the truth ain't always pretty. So, yeah. No. So, apparently, again, Oswald was pretty fucking deluded about his real position. But at the same time, I feel really bad that Gabe wasn't. Yeah, I do, too. Like, why? 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 I kind of thought Gabe was, like, the pure one. Well, I did. Kind of dumb, but... Well, yeah, and that's the thing. He was... And, Gabe, that's why you weren't promoted, because you're kind of a goon. Like, that's what you do. That's your wheelhouse. Well, I mean, you have to have goons. Yeah. Goons must exist. Exactly. Like... It's fine. Yeah. You must have worker bees. Exactly. So, I, yeah, I felt kind of bad, but also, like... I think I think it took Oswald realizing, like, even when he was in power, it wasn't all sunshine and roses like no. he felt it was. True, true, true. Um, so we go back to Jim, and of course they meet at um, Frank's house or whatever, I guess, that Frank has a house in Gotham, even though he hasn't lived here in a long time. Um, and so he's like, oh, the, the, the court doesn't trust me and because he doesn't know what the weapon is. And he's like, um, I'm supposed to kill you, by the way. And um, he's, he's like... Um, we need somebody on the court that, that, that we can trust. And Jim needs to join in and help him, like, help uh, destroy it from the inside, that whole thing. And so um, he's like, uh, you know, she's going to she's gonna want to know that you're dead because she's, she's ordered it. And so he's like, pick up and, and tell him that, you know, you, you, you blamed me for, for my brother's death and da-da-da-da-da. And you can finish what we started, and he kills himself. Rather and spectacularly. thus, Frank becomes a plot device. They showed a lot more than I thought they would. Yeah, and this comes on at like 7 o'clock at night. Right after the Gabe thing, which was pretty bloody. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. But also Fox. Yeah, but I mean, like, suicide is usually pretty, yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe, but yeah, they just... Yeah. Showed it. Yeah. So, um, so it, that kind of did surprise me because I, again, I kept thinking like Frank is full of shit. So clearly he was down the, the path of wanting to destroy them enough that he would kill himself so Jim could look better in their eyes. So, you know, cause he, he clearly was like, listen, one of us ain't going to survive this and you've got a better chance of taking them down. 
Unless it was all an elaborate show, which, I mean, this is Gotham, so that is a potential. That's true. Um, so we go to Bruce, and he, bless him, bless his sweet little heart, he tries. He tries to ambush this shaman asshole. And, of of course, he, he does the needle thing again, because, again, I really think Bruce is just tripping balls. Um, yeah, he is. And so he, he gets the memory again, and he tries to to change it. Um, he tries to go forward and, um, he like, like it, like these people vanish. And so he starts like swinging at the shaman and it's like, it's like that kind of cartoon thing where the guy's just like easily dodging him. Like this is just nothing. Kind of matrixy. And yeah, it gets kind of matrixy because we get the weird, like the alley elongates and it's really weird. And, um, the shaman's like, oh, I have so much to teach you. And I'm like, you keep saying that bitch and you keep not like actually doing it. And so, um, it kind of feels like somebody who's like, yeah, this dinner is going to be awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to make you the best dinner. And you're like, bitch, are you going to cook it? Like, it kind of felt like that to me. I, I, this shaman thing just did not go over well with me. And so, um, but he's like, oh, but your pain blocks you from becoming what Gotham needs you. So again, I'm like, yeah, that pain turns him into Batman. So clearly what this, what the, the one thing this said to me over and over and over again is, the plan was not Batman. Okay. I don't know what their okay. plan is, but it ain't Batman. It's, okay. It must be something more akin to like a Theo well, Gallivan kind of a deal. Well, if if you think about it, yeah, yeah. But if you think think about maybe he they were trying to turn him into a Talon. Because um, we've seen some pretty talony characters that are fairly Batman-like. Yeah. Think, but uh, uh, this, this, the shaman guy, shaman? Sh- shaman. Oh, fuck he is. I'm the assuming shaman. he's Court of Owls approved. Yeah, because he does so, save the court and he makes like, we have plans for you. And so I kind of got the vibe like, are you in charge of the court? Yeah, so this is, or the, he works for the court. This is this is all court sanctioned. The court's trying to turn Bruce into a weapon they can use. Yes. but Okay, but in that vein, why not turn five into? That's what I was thinking Why does too. it have to be Bruce Wayne, the real Bruce Wayne? Yeah. So I don't fucking know. Um, and so Bruce comes out of it and he realizes that, oh God. And we're having this trope right now in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If if you get hurt in the dream, you get hurt in real life. Um, because he's like, oh, dude, I'm fucking bleeding. And so um, the shaman's like, oh yeah, um, we're going to end the cycle of violence in Gotham. And I'm like, again, fail. He's just so going to kick a lot of ass. Oh yeah. There's going to be so much more violence now. Um, but it always, it, it, the, the cycle starts because people are afraid. And I was like, well, okay, that actually does make sense. Um, because fear breeds helplessness, hopelessness. And again, this is, this was very Batman Begins for me. This was very like when, um, Rachel is driving him through the streets and being like, look at these people. They have to do terrible things because they're poor and the economy's shitty. And like, it just felt kind of like a dumbed down version of that. And so he's like, he's like, uh, you know, uh, we care about the pe- people of Gotham and, and they need something that only you can provide. And to your point, what is the only thing that the real Bruce Wayne, not five, can provide? I, they're going to have to do some explaining. Because five can easily be the symbol of Bruce Wayne. Sure he could. He could become, they could make him Bruce yeah. Wayne. And I he mean. Can, he can, whatever the thing is, like if it's do charity and what whatever bullshit thing they want Bruce Wayne to become. Even if it's just a face, that's all they exactly. need is, is the look and the sound and someone to be 
the billionaire heartbreak kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, five could easily be that. Why is the real Bruce Wayne so important? Yeah. And because um, he calls him like he can he can become a protector. And I'm like, again, doesn't happen the way you want it to. And so Bruce is like, no one can protect Gotham um, by themselves. And I'm like, again, everybody's wrong. Um, but the shaman's like, oh, you can if you become a symbol. And you're like, okay, well, he will. But again, I really don't think this is what you had in mind. I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> think it does. <laughs> but he talks about the fear. And again, this was very Batman Begins for me because we talk about like Bruce was a, af- like we know Bruce is afraid of bats and that's why he turns that symbol into something that will ev- evoke fear in others. And so, but it, it kind of felt like a dumbed down version of that. This whole yeah. shaman business well, felt sure. like that. So sure. again, um, so we got Oswald and you were just like, he buried him. He's burying him in... In the greenhouse. In the greenhouse. And not even well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that he wasn't just like, you're a useless fuck and I'm not going to expend the energy to actually, quote unquote, bury you. Um, But he does apologize to Ivy for, you know, losing his shit. And um, she's like... um, so does that mean you're not going to, like, you know, get your revenge? And Oswald's like, oh, fuck no. Um, uh, you know, but he's like, also, I'm a realist, and I can't take on Ed and everybody else, because apparently, like, nobody's on his side alone. And so um, she's like, okay, you need an army. There's a bunch of freaks at Indian Hill that, like, they're crazy and freaky. Why don't you? And he's like, yes, what kind of freaks? And I was like, oh, all the kind that you rallied the entire city against and Try to kill one of them. And didn't yeah. he actually kill yeah. one of them? Rather, didn't they burn one of them? Or they were going to burn had, fish? I can't remember. I don't remember. It was stupid, but yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, that's kind of hypocritical, but whatevs. And so um, this is when uh, we go to Jim, and now he's at his uncle's gravestone. Um, and Catherine calls, and you're like, ooh. They buried him quick. Yeah, they did. And he answers, and he's like, yeah, I killed him. And he's like, it's time we meet. And Catherine's like, yup. And uh, Jim hangs up and there's this rando limo and he gets in. And I was like, all right, well, this is, yep, that seems yeah, about par that's for the course. Smart. S-M-R-T. So yeah, that's the end of our episode. And it was just kind of like, yeah, I'm with you. I think they crammed a way too much in. Too many storylines. Yep. And I, I really feel like you lose the feeling of any one of them. Yeah. Dumped in with everything else. Yeah. I think Penguin and Ivy would have been much more interesting if we had Penguin and Ivy. Yeah. The Jim and Frank storyline is just going to be dumb no matter what you do. Well, and that's the thing, though. We had a little bit of Jim and Frank the last episode, but it was mostly the Riddler plot with a little bit of Oswald in as far as the the hallucination. So you got him in in a different way. Yeah. I just, I didn't, I, I feel like, I could take it in small doses, but yeah, when it was equal measure to the the Penguin Ivy stuff, and then you throw the Bruce stuff in as well, which is which could have been great and heavy and emotional, and so the tone is so different, right? And then you were like pew pew pew, like it felt really kind of all over the place because it was it was so yeah. Um, so we have feedback, correct? All right, hit me with it. So, Kim had one thing to say. Okay. What the H-E double hockey sticks was that? Kim is a precious pancake. 
And well, to answer your question, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, yeah. So I have to close that Google account. <laughs> You're such a dork. Well, ugh, my browser will not support duplicate. And I don't know why, because every other one I have can, just not my laptop. So, it kind of craps out. Yeah, it won't, doesn't like it when I try to swap between accounts. So I have to close the browser and start back up. Yeah. So let's see. Okay, this is from Gina. Yay. She says, hiya, ladies. Hey, Gina. So if you had come to me when I had first started watching Gotham and you had told me that Ivy and Oswald will team up and it would be entertaining and not creepy or weird, I would have laughed and said, yeah, and Barb is going to become amazing and run the mob. However, well. both <laughs> off-the-wall things have become <laughs> Gotham canon, and I'm a bit impressed. Yeah. I never would have thought of an Ivy Oswald team up. I'm hoping it doesn't go creepy since that would ruin the fun factor of them together, which is something you've been saying all along. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she says, I'm going to start grading Gotham and it's going to get two different grades. Okay. Jim's story gets its own grade <laughs> and the other stories get their own grade. That's awesome. To try and combine them would bring down the class since <laughs> Jim runs the curve, ruins the curve for everyone. Jim fucks up the curve. I love it. So Ivy Oswald and Bruce stuff, I would give a B minus. Okay. And Jim's story gets a C minus. Yeah. Uh, and that's me that's being generous. nice. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say that's, that's pretty generous. Since Uncle Frank is gone and now I don't have to deal with the is he good or bad guessing game. Yeah. He got, what, maybe two, three episodes of wasting my time. At least they didn't try to ram him down my throat. Yeah. Speaking of things I don't want rammed down my throat. <laughs> The Lee Jim plot. <sighs> I can't think of any way for them to get back together. I can't. I've written countless pages of OC fanfic in different fandoms, and my mind draws a huge nope when it comes to getting Jim and Lee back together. <laughs> there is a dead baby and a dead spouse between you two, and there seems to be no coming back from the dead spouse. There might have been a way around the dead baby, but dead spouse is clearly a deal breaker. <sighs> yeah. That's, well, when especially when Jim's the one that killed the dead spouse. Well, there's that. That scene between Jim and Lee at the cemetery was horrible. Like, it was painful to watch. Lee said she saw Jim and she left him alone. Jim sees her and it's like, yeah, this is totally a good time to have a chat about things over her husband's dead body. Literally, over his dead body. <laughs> can, Bruce, can Bruce loan Jim's money so he can buy a clue? Somebody needs to. Uh, let it go, Gotham. I know we don't like the C word around here, but give them some closure and move on. Yeah. Bless you. Yeah. The C word. Uh, the main Jim stuff this week was Jim being dumb. Yeah. And diving headfirst into his father's death. I'm surprised he didn't look at the file earlier. His dad died when he was young, so I would think he would have questions. Plus, he's a cop. Yeah. Don't you think he would want to know if his father killers behind bars? I would have... I. I know if my loved one was killed, I would want to know what happened to their killer and making sure they are dealt with. But this is Jim, and I'm thinking like a real person. Yeah, you can't do that. We Again, can, logic, you can't You can't, you can't do that, that in Gotham. Uh, we can all agree that the court is dumb, like super dumb. They set up an accident <laughs> with a drunk driver, and they picked the one person in Gotham who can't drink. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty dumb. They've been in charge for a while now, and that's the best they could find. Cut his brakes, random mugging, poison him, push him down the stairs. Anything is better than setting up someone who can't drink for a drunk driver. <laughs> Hydra knew how to stage a car accident. 
that's true. <laughs> I should have just called Bucky in. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. I mean, did Uncle Frank not stress enough how careful they had to be when dealing with the court? Like, hey, they've only destroyed Gotham, but sure, go ahead first. Head, go ahead first into asking the man whose son you killed about your dead dad. Yeah, I love how he tells him later, like, maybe don't fuck with the court. Uh, drag <sighs> your crazy ex-mob boss girlfriend into looking for something <laughs> that only a handful of people should know about. Yep. Jim's story gets a boost from Falcone and Barb tossing out burns and just being awesome. I liked your father more than I like. Wait, I liked your father more than I liked than his son. Barb oh, make- yeah. Falcone did say that. Yeah. That was pretty- Barb making money while listening to Love Hurts and beating people with her shoes. Yep. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Uncle Frank realizing his nephew is a dumbass who has ruined years of lying and deceit and his master plan to bring down an evil empire decides to off himself and let Jim clean up his own mess. Yeah. Bye, Frank. We hardly knew you and we didn't want to. Yep. Now on to the fun side of Gotham. <laughs> Ivy trying to make friends with Oswald, and he's not having any of her sass or her willow bark tea, and I'm still on the fence with this new Ivy, but maybe she's what Oswald needs right now. Someone who is an outsider and a freak like him, who also knows other more powerful freaks to mess with Ed and Barb. It was good to see Gabe again. It was a bummer to find out there wasn't a loyal bone in his body. Yeah. The audience got to like Gabe over the last three seasons, and he seemed like the lesser butch that Oswald needed to get shit done. Yeah. Butch was also loyal to Fish because he respected her and he cared about her. Well, no one respects or likes Oswald. Most of it is his own doing, but we still see as an audience we're... But we as an audience were led to think a certain way and it sort of stings to find out he wasn't on our team. Yeah, it felt kind of like, oh. It did feel like a betrayal to us. Yeah, it did. Uh, his death was brutal and I can't remember the last time we had a hands-on Oswald kill. I hope Ivy got him a sandwich. At least a PB&J. Yeah. Hopefully the cannolis didn't get blood on them. I know Bruce was here, but I was distracted by Jim being stupid and fun time with Ivy and Oswald. We all know Bruce has never left that alley and he never will. So that's exactly what we were saying. Mm -hmm. His whole life will be spent living that one moment again and again. Pointing it out to Bruce, though. Who thinks he has moved on? Who thinks he has moved on to... Move him on along plot-wise. There's growth in that. Can Bruce tell Jim how personal growth works when he comes back? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about magic needles coming into play when we have all the crazy science in the show. I'm hoping they'll explain the acid trip needles later on. Yeah. Uh, Parting thoughts. So did Ivy just steal a house with a greenhouse? Has she invited Selena over for dinner yet? Yeah, I don't know why it was abandoned. It looked pretty... uh, Pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should Ivy get Oswald some chamomile tea to go with his post-murder sandwich? What tea do you like after a stressful day? I, I do like, I'm partial to the chamomile, if I'm to be honest. I don't go for tea after you a stressful day. You go for the drink. Yeah, I do. do. I do. Uh, Harvey would know about the Irish curse, and I think Harvey would kill himself if he was told no more booze. Yeah. Yes, the court has done a terrible job, and they should have a meeting with Hydra about running evil shadow empires. <laughs> Hashtag, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) The episode was directed by Jim Gordon himself, and you would think he would make himself act better under his own direction. (laughs) She apologizes for the long email, but Jim gave her rage tumors this week. Oh, my God. I just, I don't even know what to say. I don't think anybody knows what to say. So, that brings us to Greg. 
Epiphany number one. Oh, God, we've had epiphanies. We've had multiple epiphanies. After listening to last week's podcast, I realized something very important. Janya, you, Queenie, myself, and the general Gotham podcast listeners tend to do quite a bit of complaining about Jim Gordon. Because he sucks. When we're not complaining, we're confused about how his character will ever become Commissioner Gordon we love. That Correct. Being, that being said, in the midst of the latest Gordon gripe fest, it dawned, <laughs> which is like every episode. Yeah. It dawned on me that we have forgotten the big picture. This is Gotham, which is the prequel to Batman. If James Gordon was as awesome as we wished he were, if he made all the best decisions a man could make, if he didn't rely on criminals and reform crooked cops so much, if he hadn't ruined a relationship with a wonderful girl, if Detective James Gordon hadn't failed as much as he has, Batman wouldn't be necessary. I mean, that's true, but that that's the thing. I think I think the Batman Begins trilogy did very well is they showed Jim Gordon when he first started out, albeit, let's have to suspend disbelief at, you know, Gary Oldman. He was not a spring yeah. chicken. Um, but he was that low-level cop that was trying to do the good thing amongst Gotham being shitty. And I don't see this Jim Gordon trying to do good things. No, I see him going down the wrong. So I, I kind of felt like I've always kind of, thought of jim gordon as well, there, he's he's got more yeah like not having enough power to make change but mm. well he goes on to say this is the story about how a man with intentions to save the city he loves by the rules no less got into a fight with opponents that are figuratively or literally bigger stronger and doesn't play by any set of rules in others words jim gordon's job is to distract this rogue gallery of villains with a speck of daylight so that they won't see the dark night creep up on them because he's no match for Gotham City. Jim Gordon is waiting for the hero Gotham deserves. I understand where you're coming from. And I understand that's what the show is trying to do. However, they are failing. Still seems really dumb. Just, you know. Yeah. Gonna put that out there. Yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of dumb plot points. Like the fact that this drunk driver couldn't drink. It would have and that's not him. even Jim being dumb. That's the courts being dumb. And I yeah. don't mean the Court of Owls. I mean, that's yeah. just... I mean, how corrupt does the city have to be that that even flies? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, he asks, anyone still think Uncle Frank was lying to him? I don't think Uncle Frank was lying to him. I, think I he thought was he was truthful. up until he actually, like, offed himself. But again, that could be a complete... You know, that could have been staged. I mean, theoretically, it could have been because it's Gotham. Anything could be like, oh, no, that didn't really happen. Uh, he asks, since Gordon already qualified as messed up, what does he qualify as now after watching his last living relative blow his brains out and having his baby mama shame him in a graveyard? Uh, that would qualify him as fucked up. Has he hit rock? I don't think he's hit rock bottom yet. <laughs> I don't think. I think Jim's too dumb to know what rock bottom is. <laughs> Oh my god i kind of don't want to see rock bottom because it's gonna be worse uh he asks why does david run like a puppet <laughs> puberty we don't know because puberty and adolescence um he asks, it is the most awkward time he asks was that old white dude supposed to be Raja ghoul we're hoping not. I'm afraid that he will be. And I'm afraid he's going to go in the Lazarus pit and he's going to turn into the actor that we know has been cast. And I'm still going to be like, you were terrible as a white dude. 
Because I kind of think he's in charge of the Court of Owls. That's my theory right now. Well, Greg is calling whitewashing. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. I know I know the actor that has been officially cast as Rachel Ghoul is um not white and he's awesome. He's really cool. He's a good um he's Alexander Siddig or something like that. Dr. Bashir. Um or Doran Martell as you would mm-hmm. like to call him from Game of Thrones. He's Hell yeah. great. Hell yeah, he is. Um so, so I don't think this guy is Rajah Ghul. I'm hoping I'm he's hoping not. he's not. I'm hoping he's like a poor man's version and finally Rachel Ghul gets tired of him and has to like be like Bruce and you know introduce himself. Yeah. So yeah. Uh was anyone confused as to why Bruce was trapped in Batman Begins set in the Twilight Zone with a Matrix feel? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Actually, yes. Uh, where the hell did the new Talon come from? Do they just have an unlimited supply of those dudes or what? Uh the answer to that question is yes. <laughs> uh no canonically there's a whole group of talons there's not just one because i think we did ask that question when the talon first appeared we're like what there's only one of them uh and he's also very grateful that tabby babs was smart enough not to try and fight him yeah and he's very excited that tabby babs was back that's one thing man the two of them have a very strong sense of self-preservation, self-preservation. oh yeah and so i'm hoping that keeps them going for a while uh, he yeah. says, I'd ask more questions about the Court of Owls if I actually gave a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't care for the Court of Owls, Greg. We know that. Does anybody? Okay. I, I like the idea of I, them. But I the, don't execution? Like the execution is Because yeah. you are so excited. Court of Owls, Court of Owls. This yeah. people suck. Yeah, I was like. It, I can't even use grammar. I was like, I can't even believe that they've been in charge of Gotham this long. Yeah. Uh, he asks, why was Oswald so enraged by Gabe calling him a freak when he so gleefully called Ivy a freak 10 minutes earlier for liking plants? Uh, dude, you call yourself penguins, survive what should have been absolute death for like the third time in three years and keep returning to a city of people that definitely wants you dead. Yeah. Finally, why are the writer, Gotham writers trolling me? According to the trailer and internet, they're going to bring back every character I told you I didn't want to see for the remainder of the season. (laughs) Sorry? Sorry, not sorry? Sorry, not sorry? I don't know. All right, that's the end of that email. Okay. So, yeah, I just, I'm kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, I really feel like we need to move on to the next something. That's why I really think, I think, I think this would have been fine ish if it would fine ish if it wouldn't have been like we just came back from a butt long well, yeah, hiatus the, and i feel like we're supposed to start to like get going well, again and i think the riddler episode spoiled us a little bit it was yeah, so cohesive was really good and exciting and it was like oh my god it was ed and it was characters we care about and then like even this because even the bruce stuff like i love bruce i still love bruce but like it was, again, it was so mixed in with other stuff, you, you lose that thread. They're trying to throw too much at us at one time. Yes. Pick a, pick a story arc. Pick yeah. a story arc. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's or all. Like, mm. like a couple every week. You don't have to hit all of them. Or five. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. So. I was kind of underwhelmed. I hope it gets better. I really hope the shaman is not Ra's al Ghul. He's not. Um, but I also am calling it that Rachel Ghoul, in whatever form he takes, is in charge of the Court of Owls. Okay, because I think they're they're doing a lot of kind of like League of Shadows, League of League of Assassins. Yeah, I was about to say, parallels. where's the League of Shadows? Where I th- I think they're kind of the the rich people part that I think it's going to turn out to be a con. 
Okay. I think it's going to be like Ray Shogul being like, oh, yeah, these idiots thought they were in charge because they're rich and white. Um, and, you know, it's going to be like, ha ha, you know, I hope. I don't. Again, it's probably us giving the writers too much credit. Probably. And it's going to be a lot more straightforward than yeah. that. But that is what I would would like to see. Um, so anything else? That's all I got. All right. Thank you for listening, guys.